Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. We are a family of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcasters. We get together every Tuesday to eat dinner, which is what all the clanking you're going to hear in the background is as Ghost Slinger finishes off her cheese sticks and chicken sandwich. Only cheese sticks. I got the chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. She's just eating cheese sticks. That's how high class and high brow we are, folks. We enjoy (laughs) ourselves a good old heaping helping of indigestion. Yep. Now, first off this week, there's something very important that we have to do. We have to say goodbye to Stan Lee, who, as we Mm -hmm. all know, is an influential figure in all of fantasy. When this comes out, it will have been a year since then. The world will never be the same. No, it won't. Uh, All we can do is hope that someone has got Mel Brooks in a secure bunker wrapped in bubble wrap because he's 92 and uh, Stan Lee was 95. Well, he lost Burt Reynolds, too. Yeah, but they aren't. They don't compare to terrible, that guy. In a terrible year. He's the D, He's the comic book guy, right? Yep. yep. Yes. Creator of Spider Man, Iron Man, the Hulk. Marvel. Let's just call it what it is. Yep. I will. Be well, actually, the in technical the technical term for it is co-creator, because he worked with a lot of people to create a lot of a lot of these characters. But in general, yes, he is credited with Marvel. Not Doctor Strange, one of my favorites. Gotta love me some Doctor Strange. Yes, Rawl. Doctor Strange. I have to introduce Rawl at some point to a magical cloak that runs around and strangles other people. Mm. That would be nice. It's the wizard, kid. But anyway, on a lighter note, we are here to brighten your evening and put a smile on your face and a warm feeling in your heart as the land outside is cold and we are only a week away from... Indigenous Peoples Day. Is that what they're calling it now? Is that the PC term? What the heck? Well, I mean... I can't say Indian style and it's... What? Indigenous Peoples Day? Yes, it's a digital <laughs> Indigenous People style. What the heck? <laughs> okay, we're getting a little too far. Okay, South Park knew it best when they did the Christmas episode where they, did, they were all offended by everything. <laughs> so... We're a week away from Indigenous Peoples Day, and as everyone knows, that means that all future shows are going to have a very festive and holiday-filled vibe to them. But because I am me and I do not bow down to corporate sponsorship, (laughs) we're going to have spooky, scary skeletons and stay in the Shadowfell anyway. So prepare for Halloween or Christmas, everyone. Our Christmas special is going to be us getting out of the Shadowfell to actual Halloween. More than likely, at some point, I'm going to splice in just a few minutes of spooky, scary skeletons to the soundtrack, like in the background. Spooky, scary skeletons. Send shivers down your spine. Uh, all right, I've had enough of goofing off and wasting your time. We're about four minutes in, so that's perfect. Let's start with the important stuff. What happened last time? And because we've already goofed off a lot, let's give it to Asharis. Asharis, do you remember what happened last time? We were in the bone thing. Or wait, was that the week before? That was the week before. You got out of the bone thing. You were just at the outskirts of the bone forest. We went to a town. You did. Do you remember the name of that town? We went here. And we met a little kid who you gave a comb. Look, Tiff. Yes, we went to the general store looking for what? Rope? You did need rope. And I think you might have procured some rope while you were there. This is Dade's General Store. Yes, we went to the town. The town is called Brightstone. 
That's what it's called. I couldn't remember what it's called. Brightstone Village. And they're like, and there's no park in this abysmal place. It's only it's you're using Brightstone because there's no clouds overhead. They actually have sunshine here. Yeah. Yeah. How weird is that? It is weird. That is that's definitely weird. But none of them want to talk about the bones. Oh, you remember that, do you? None of them want to talk about the bones. The bones. Seems seems like a touchy subject. Do you remember any of what the one person who did talk about it said? No, but I was just thinking that. What did the one person say? You talked to Dee a little bit, and she said that she was a traveling merchant, and she kind of came into Brightstone and decided that because her chances of survival were better in Brightstone than staying out in the harsh wilds of the Shadowfell, she signed up to stay here and become a part of the town, and that that makes her complicit in what happens in the town. I don't remember exactly how much you guys learned about what's going on in this little town, but... I do know that you left D's store and went over to, you headed towards the the inn, I believe. Yes, I think we're going. And you might have named learned the name of the innkeeper. We were like going to sleep or something. Maurice. Yeah, you were. His name is Maurice. Yes, you did learn the name of the innkeeper, Maurice. So, you exited D's general store and the door closes behind you and you hear that little bell jingle overhead again. And as you exit and look out across the road, you see that there is a large building across the uh, the small one one lane village. Big thatched roof, uh, rather nice window decorations with big shutters on the or windows with big shutters on them as decorations slash function to keep the uh, the night air out. It looks like this. Yes. Oh, I like I like your curved roof. So yes, it, it's uh, it's kind of like a an old timey. Uh, what were those called? Like a, a roadhouse where the roof, instead of being pointed at the top, is kind of rolled over in a big, gentle arcing curve. Yeah, it's like the Amish build. All thatch. Yes. All thatch roof. You can see that there's some splashes of different color on the wall. It's hard to make out that they're color, but there's different shades of gray. <laughs> different shades of gray. Hmm. Okay. So it's, is... it's meant to be a, a more focal spot in town. It's probably the only place here that looks different than everything else. Everything else is very cookie cutter. There's a cookie cutter houses in the background. Yep, very similar houses for uh, everybody that lives here, except for the two buildings, the general store and the, the, the tavern itself. Yep, this is episode 56. It is, in fact, episode 56, which, you know, makes it really hard when I mess something up in the past and like, oh, no, I did an episode wrong or we lost an episode. And it's like, well, all the episodes since then are labeled, so I can't change the numbers. <laughs> oh, is that a bad thing? Eh, it makes it difficult sometimes. So, what do you want to do? Are you gonna go? Uh, are you gonna go in? There's a. Um, there's not really a big sign out front for the inn, but you are told that the place across the way is the inn. Well, it is evening. I thought we were gonna go have a drink or two and uh, spend a, a night here. All right. Well, you. Yes. Two bar hit points. You head across into 
the inn, and it's one of those half doors, so the top half is open, like uh, in a stable. And you can see inside, there are a few candles lit. It's not super dark yet, so there's only a couple candles in kind of the dark areas of the building that are on at the moment. And you see, uh, off to your right, there is a set of stairs that goes up to what looks like a loft area above this main room. And then uh, there are tables laid out on the bottom floor. So we're going to get a bite to eat here and uh, talk to the innkeeper about things, and then we'll yeah. uh, maybe spend the night. Oh. All right, you're standing at that half door looking in, peering into this building. Joy, Maurice. Dave from the general store sent us. Would you have a room for the night? Oh, do we have, uh, we got newcomers in town. What, uh, what brings you into Brightstone then? You just, uh, just looking to stay for the night? Well, yes, but we, we traded a few things at the general store and thought we would spend the night and have a drink or bite to eat here. Oh, travelers, traveling merchants, eh? Yes. Oh, well, I hope you did right by D. Come on in, come on in. Don't uh, don't stand outside in the uh, in the, the the beautiful weather. Come on in and uh, make yourself comfortable. Hmm. Okay then. We'll have a bite of porridge at the one of the tables and uh, some a drink of uh, stout. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll see what I can uh, what I can do for you. So uh, Maurice, who was is sitting inside. At uh, at one of the big tables with a uh, small plate in front of him, heads back towards the kitchen to rummage up some stuff. You said porridge and something to drink, so a few minutes later he comes back out with a few plates, and behind him you get a peek into the kitchen and you see everything looks very organized and clean. Mm. He uh, he sets the plates down in front of you and says, "I'll be right back with." With uh, with something for y'all to drink, then. Thank you. And he wanders off again into the back. This is a strange place. Everything is strange. While you guys are eating your dinner, you see a couple of kids come up to that big half door that you came in, and you see their little faces poke over the side of the of the door, looking in at you. Of course, we're strangers. Kids are always curious. So Maurice comes back out and he drops off a couple of uh, big, big mugs full of a dark liquid. Tankards. And uh, he looks over at the kids and runs. O- or well, I won't say runs. He he scoots over to the uh, to the tavern door or yeah to the to the tavern door and he he takes the top half and he goes to close it. Because the kids are poking their faces in. He's like, all right, you scamps, get out of here. Leave them be, leave them be. They just got into town. Maurice, have you been in town for a long time? Oh, yeah, I I grew up here. Is there any running water like a small stream? Oh, no, we get get all our water from the well. I see. Does it ever go dry? No, no. Not so long as uh, as our Lord blesses us with his uh, his protection and grace. I, I, I can't say it's ever run dry. Does it rain here? Nope. The weather's perfect all the time. Oh, my goodness. 
No wonder you live here. Hmm. You have any idea clouds over your head? Uh, say that again. You have any idea why there's no clouds overhead? Oh yeah, we are we are smiled upon by our Lord. He blesses us with bountiful crops and uh, ever-growing uh, plants. And never have we had a, a foul day in, in Brightstone as long as our Lord ha- uh, as long as we have our Lord's favor. Hmm. Hmm. I wouldn't want to do anything to mess them up then. Is there a church in town? Well, we do have a place of uh, a place of worship out on the outskirts of town, just past the 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 edge of where the crops are grown to the south. Uh, is the uh, the temple of our our Lord and Savior? Mm. <laughs> Amazing. Good Lord and Savior. Hmm. I like it. And how far would you to the next town? Oh, we're basically the only town around for miles. Uh, I can't say how far it would be. I've I've never been out of Brightstone. Uh, from from the the priests that come through, I, I gather that we're something of a uh, a waypoint, if you will. Novelty. They stop in to to rest up, get some fresh food and water, and then they head out on their way. But usually, they're they're loaded down with supplies before they go. Because from what I gather, it's a long, hard trek. So they just follow the road, you think? Those of them that leave by the road, typically, I, I imagine, stay on the road. Um, I, I don't know where they go. Probably on to whatever next town, uh, however far away it is, needs, needs the blessing of our Lord. Well, I asked... Uh, uh, we are very thankful for them coming through here and, and, and bothering to... To ensure that everything is going well for us, considering we're so far out uh, from from the other civilizations in the area. Well, I, I asked Dee if there was a map of the area, and there's no maps as far as he knew. No, that's right. Most, um, Dee'd be the only one that would really know. I think pretty much everyone else that's uh, here grew up here. Uh, there's there's not much not much traveling we do, folks. Folks that come to Brightstone tend to stay in Brightstone. We're, uh, you know, the bright spot, really. Hmm. Sounds pretty, uh, pretty my- nice mm. place to live. I don't like Brightstone. Well, yes, yes, it is. We, uh, we definitely will have the grace of our Lord for at least several more years now. The, uh, the, the church has had their. Their most recent offerings taken care of, and and everybody is uh, everybody is okay. What offerings? Oh well, uh, every few years, someone goes. Well, uh, every few years, we we all go down to the 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 worship place south of town, and and someone is picked. Uh, to to sacrifice <laughs> sacrifices must be made give themselves a uh, whole whole and soul to our lord oh so it's like uh, sacrifices must be made it is it is through their their commitment that that 
Brightstone remains as bright as it is. So it's not right. like a blood sacrifice. It's, uh, <laughs> give your heart and soul to the supreme being. No, it's a human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's human mm-hmm. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, um... I'm going to talk to you behind my hand and tell you yeah. that it is a sacrifice. <laughs> they sacrifice the people <laughs> quietly so that Maurice does not hear me. Roll a stealth check. Stealth check. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it, where's the D20? I should have bought that plushie, Jessica. The plush D20. Was the plushie a D20? Yes. yes. It is a nine. 17 for me. And I have stealth. You probably beat me. I rolled a five. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so Maurice does not hear you saying that it is a blood sacrifice, but... They're murdering people. He has also no suspicions of you whispering or acting strangely. He has no clue what you're you're talking about. He's too busy uh, talking with Merlin and answering his questions about how beautiful and wonderful it is. So, uh, are you planning on, uh, on, on going on? I mean, you've seen the area around here. It's... It's none too pretty out there. Well, we we thought we would go on tomorrow and uh, get to the next town if there is another town within a day or so away. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's no town a day or so away. It's it's probably much further than that. Well, you have no donkeys, no mules, <laughs> no horses, no pack mules, no. So we're going to have to carry whatever we need. Well, we do have the one donkey, but. Yeah, he it it would be uh, you'd be hard pressed to convince convince that farmer to let him go. It's uh, he's something of a, a family. Um, well, the donkey would have nothing to eat. I won't say family heirloom, but he's a piece of family heritage. That donkey. Oh my goodness! They're the they're the most well-off family in town to have a donkey. I imagine we had three donkeys once. <laughs> he's still upset about the donkey. Oh, what what happened to your three donkeys? They perished! <laughs> Stolen by ghost. <laughs> in hard times. <sighs> the Shadowfell is such a dangerous place. Nah, nah. We couldn't save them. Sorry to hear about your donkeys. We couldn't it save wasn't them. the Shadowfell. We couldn't save them. What do you mean it wasn't the Shadowfell? It was the outside. Surely it was ghosts and... Yes, in the shadow. The shadow fell is full of those. Of course, in the shadow fell. It was ghosts in the shadow fell eating shadow things. <laughs> like donkeys. He kind of eyes you crossways and, and then shrugs and is like, all right. I have uh, one last question, Maurice. you have any idea where these giant bones came from? Oh, you uh, you saw that, did you? On your way into town. Yes, we came through the bone yard. And uh, you, you didn't see anything, did you? Well, there was one lady. You standing. You stayed clear of the bones, right? You didn't go through that. Don't don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> you didn't go through that that place. No. I mean. Tell him. No one goes through there. 
Of course, we skirted well clear of it, sir. It looked like a forest of bones, though. Yeah, you could you could say that it is. It's something of the sort. It's been there longer than Brightstone, from what my great grandfather told me. Do you think it's like a an elephant burial ground, or a larger than elephant burial ground? Elephants all go to the same place to die, you know. Uh, I. I don't, I don't know how all those bones got there. Nobody seems to know. You live in a t- Well, I mean, does- You have a strange collection of bones on the side of your town, and you have no idea where they came from. Dinosaurs. My mom says it's dinosaurs. <laughs> if you, if you really do seek answers, you, you could talk with uh, a member of the church. They, they might have more history into such- Ancient things. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, well, no. today is Saturday. I think uh, we could go to church tomorrow and talk no, to no, 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 we're not doing that. Are you afraid of of the church, uh, young lady? Uh, no, I just don't like things. Things? What kind of things don't you like? Things. She's very tired from a long journey. Oh yes, surely, surely you'd be you'd be wanting to take a rest then. Um, well, if if you want to stay up in the loft, it'll be uh, a gold, and uh, I imagine that that would uh, that would be easy for the amount of gear. Excuse me, the amount of gear that you're carrying. Well, we don't have any gold, but we uh, we've we've got a few silver. Well, I mean, you did just say that you traded with with D across the way. I mean. Surely you, you sold some goods when you came here. Yes, but we did not trade for gold. Oh. Well, do you have anything else of interest that might, might you know, help me and my, my inn? If you come peddling uh, equipment, we have, uh, that's very rare around these parts. We may have a few cups. <laughs> what kind of cups? No, no cups. <laughs> We have to talk to the little one here. Has No, we don't have any cups. <laughs> no cups for you here. <laughs> you don't carry any cups? I can't even look? No! Show him your cups and silverware. All right, fine, fine. It's it's fine, but it will be a gold to stay the night. That is fine, mm. sir. Or if you don't have any gold, ten silver will do. Ten silver it is. <laughs> Well, I, I do appreciate you stopping in then. Uh, like I said, if you want to know more about things ancient and long past, you'll have to talk with one of the clergy. But uh, otherwise, feel free to pester me for anything else that you, you might want to know before you head out. You said you're leaving in the morning. Well, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it tonight and um, we'll let you know tomorrow morning. Good night, Jenny. Good night, Mom. night Grandma. Good night, Claire. I enjoy all your company. As I remember, you three were eating and preparing to go to sleep. Are you going to sleep? But he's not back. He's he's not there, is he? We are, as soon as she finishes dancing. He is there. Okay. Uh, Well, I imagine you guys eat and if you're not interrupted, just go upstairs and go to bed. Precisely. 
it's not super late in the evening. So when you head upstairs to go to bed, you find that you are before the evening rush in the tavern. And the evening rush is three people. <laughs> so you hear some clatter as uh, as plates move around and there's a little bit of chit-chat. You hear Maurice talking about you being new in town. The, the few people that have come in tonight are uh, asking some questions. And you hear a few... Actually, make a perception check. 18. What are we all supposed to be rolling? I think so. I got the five that you had. Well, that's always a good roll. Five. First solid five. I rolled 18. 18 plus perception. Is perception wisdom? I think it is. Do you have high wisdom? 18 total? Add your stuff to it. I have two wisdom. So that's a 20. Pretty darn high. Asharis, with your big, elven, pointy ears, you can make out that there is a deeper voice which is trying their best not to carry up into the loft as they're asking about you. And you hear mention of the... When you... uh, How do I want to put this? You hear them mention the boneyard to... You hear Maurice mention the boneyard to the person with the deeper voice that you hear from downstairs. Uh, and they if you, they say something along the lines, Oh yes, they said that they saw it on their way into town. But they said they avoided it. Wow. Hmm. And you don't hear the deep voice respond. Uh, you only hear them ask the question. Hmm. Well... Ghostslinger, what do you think? No. He's going to go downstairs yet and sneak up on him. No. Why not? <laughs> well, the answer is always no. Yeah, why ask me? Ask that one. I'm supposed you to sneak down there? Yeah, you sneak down there. You've got the stealthy stuff. Yeah, I have the stealthy stuff, but I want somebody else to do it for once. You're in a loft that overlooks the main floor. Well, no one else ever does my job. All I'm saying is you could... That's why you're a member of the party, okay? We each have our special skills. Like, think about it like Overwatch, okay? We have a healer, we have a damage person, we have a We normally don't have a healer. I mean, you're not going to ask the healer to go out there and kill the tank. Yes, I am. Especially if it's a Moira. Right, this analogy obviously is not working. All right, I'll roll my stupid die. What do you want to do? Go sneak and snoop. And I got a 15 plus on my stuff, which means it's somewhere in the 20 range. Yeah, that's in the 20 range. So how do you want to go about sneaking? Do you sneak to the edge of the loft? Do you go to sneak downstairs? What do you want to do? Do you want to assess the situation, or do you want to do something about something? I just want you to go downstairs. And I'm not going downstairs. Out. I'm just going to the end of the loft. I will not <laughs> go downstairs. All right, Ghost Slinger. See what the guy looks like. Ghost Slinger, you walk out. Actually, don't even walk. You get, you, ru- no, you slink out of your bed. The covers just kind of slip down off of you back into your bedroll as you ninja crawl across the floor to the edge of the loft and you slowly peer over down to the scene below 
And what you see is three people. Shocking. Maurice. And then one person who doesn't look like a farmer. It's a man in a dark cloak. I don't like that. It looks somewhat familiar. Roll a d20. Uh-oh. I don't like this. Familiar? I don't know what I want it to be. Wisdom-based? Wisdom-based. What is that with oh. your wisdom? Well, I have a 20. You rolled a nat 20? Yep. Just a 20. Just, Nothing else. Just a 20. Okay. Just a nat 20. That's all. Okay. As you look at this figure in the in this, this dark-colored cloak, you recognize it. You've seen one before. The girl that you saw in the boneyard, she was wearing a travel oh, no. cloak that looked very, very similar to this one. Mm-mm. Boom, boom, boom. I'm not having this. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going. It's the... Uh... This person has light-colored hair. Actually, if you look at Merlin now on the camera, that's what it looks like. Because it's all in black and white. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very light-colored hair. It's either extremely light bronze or gray. Wait, there's no color in this this part of the Shadowfell? No, it's still the Shadowfell. There's no colors. Oh. Which is why Rawl colored himself uh, gray <laughs> as a hobbit, so that he Ooh. would blend in. With this information, Ghostslinger, what do you do? I just leave. Oh, also, he looks, th- this figure down below uh, looks to be older than everyone else you've seen in town. They're not old, but older than everyone else you've seen in town. So let's say 40. Mm, I'm going to go upstairs, pack my bags, <laughs> and then... You already are upstairs, but okay. You're going to pack your bag. I'm, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to wake everyone else up, and then I'm going to go. going <laughs> to get that. It's dark. <laughs> you can't leave at nighttime. I can leave whenever I feel like it. Uh, Ghostslinger, I'm going to say you are awake because you overheard this down below. So, wait. Did I say Ghostslinger? Yes. Asharis, I'm going to say you're awake because you heard this down below and apparently alerted Ghostslinger to it. And Ghostslinger went to peer over the edge and comes back and immediately starts packing her stuff into her bags and rolling up her bedroll. What did you see, crazy person? No, 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 We're going, and you have no choice, because if you don't trust me, then we're all gonna die. Roll a d20 <laughs> for your stealth song. Oh, well, yeah, it's a stealth song. Well, she's singing her response. Yes. 14 plus all my stuff is, I believe, once again, in, somewhere in the 20s. You are pretty good at singing stealthily. <laughs> so Ghostslinger has just told Asharis that if you don't leave, you're going to die. What images did that conjure in Asharis' mind of what is going on downstairs? <laughs> Skeletons. <laughs> Again. That's what I'm thinking. There's downstairs. Asharis <laughs> thinks that the downstairs is full of skeletons now. What I think is... Remember, you're, you're asleep. The Pirates of the Caribbean, where they had the, they look like regular people, but when the moonlight hit them, they oh yes, skeletons. Yes, I was watching Pirates. That's of the what Caribbean. these people are. Get to the boats. They live in this 
They live in this beautiful town. As long as they stay inside this, this dome of beautiful sunshine, they're perfect. Yep. Hmm. Interesting theory. I like it. So long as they're sacrificed, somebody. <laughs> sacrifices must be made. Sacrifices so... must be made. Okay, so let me think about this. We are can I, here. while they're thinking, can I roll a check for magic? Sure. I mean, we can't... We can't just leave. <laughs> because we have to do There's the no little stone here. thingy. And they'll think it's suspicious. Jump out the window. But we have to go down there tomorrow. Jump out the window. You hear uh, Rawl snore quietly. He snorts in his sleep. I will literally smack him until he wakes up if I have to. I just said he's asleep. <laughs> that's that's all. I didn't say anything about smacking him awake. Doesn't matter. I will keep watch. Be okay. I'm jumping out a window. You don't have to jump like, out. What did you, you see go? down there? People, suspicious people. I don't like it. I don't. I don't trust it. Neither should you. Suspicious people. Not skeletons. Well, at least now you know it's not skeletons. That's true. I haven't just seen them in the moonlight. <laughs> uh, what what does Asharis want to do about these suspicious people? Are you gonna try and spot the suspicious people, or are you gonna just stay wa- uh, keep watch and try and calm Ghostslinger down? Just don't calm me down. I am calm. Exactly. What do you mean, calm me down? <laughs> Jeez. Exterminate. <laughs> Eggs. Uh, I'm going to try to calm Ghostslinger down. No! Alright, Ghostslinger. Roll a contested persuasion check. Asharis, roll persuasion. Jeez. Oh, Wait, we're supposed to both be rolling? Yes. Yep, you're contesting each other. I rolled a six. Seventeen. Uh, Ghost Slinger is proving rather difficult to persuade to not jump out that window. Also, guess what? I have uh, the thing <laughs> circle too. For persuasion? Yes. So you're pretty persuasive that you're going out that window and nothing's going to change that. your mind. And then I jump out the window. Okay. Ghost Slinger, roll an acrobatics check. Oh, well, Ashara is hit by a hook. Where are you going to go? Just sit behind the police. There's nothing out there. It would be dangerous out there. Yeah, there's no, there's no like town. Didn't you hear him? No town for days. No, 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 no. chill. Monsters out there. Chill. (laughs) Chill. What are we chilling for? Do tell us. It's it's an eighteen, and I have jumped out of the window. Okay, Uh, Ghost Slinger, (laughs) you jump out the window and skillfully roll upon hitting the ground without making a sound and as you come out of that roll onto your feet you are face to face with the mysterious stranger you just saw downstairs because you didn't bother to look before you jumped out the window uh his strangers you get a look in his eyes and they are he's got narrow pupils and they are glowing slightly in the night uh, air. 
was it to run? He's got that uh real that swept backed white hair on his head, and his mouth is a little bit agape, surprised at the fact that uh an elven lady just jumped out of the second story window and landed at his feet. Yeah, he startled. Do you <laughs> say anything? You scared you scared the crap out of him. <laughs> I just kind of just start inching away. You just start backing up really slow. Not backing up because if I back up, then I'm gonna hit a wall. Well, you're a, you're a little bit away from the wall because. No, I'm gonna back sideways. Okay, you back sideways. <laughs> Crab walk. <laughs> you back sideways away, slowly backing up, and he says, "Oh, uh, I'm I'm sorry, my dear. You 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 surprised me. Uh, what?" What could have possibly possessed you to jump out the window at this late hour? The window told me to. Oh well, that that is Very an interesting story. I'm 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 not entirely sure it's true. Or what it means. But, <laughs> but if you say so, I I guess I'll I'll take you at your word. <laughs> I am uh let's just I am I am Brother Nix of the of the church around these parts. Can can I be of some service to you? Nope, I'm just gonna go back inside and act like I didn't jump out a window because the window told me to. You're you're not even not even gonna say anything, you're just gonna walk like back in the door? No, I, I, I said that. That's what I said. Oh you you okay. <laughs> Well, uh, if, all right. Pleasant dreams, I suppose. Try. Well, I guess it didn't hurt you to jump out the window, so it's it, more power to you, I suppose. And then it just leave. Before you, before you head off tomorrow, you you might come down to the down to the worship area, and we could answer some of your friends' questions if they're interested. Uh tell you a little bit more about our lord we'll see about it uh bye and i walk away and and with that you you skirt your way back inside the door yeah i'm just like nope i'm out parting the small half door just enough to get your body in through the door and then you are now being looked at by two other people that were in the bar and one maurice and now I just go back upstairs like nothing happened. All right, then. Good night. I'm sure it's a surprise to them. <laughs> they, they look at each other, and, and Maurice, you hear him whisper, I could have sworn she was upstairs already. <laughs> the window told That's what me. I'd be thinking. The window told me to. The window told you to. Look how high the window is. I'm about it. It just really wanted me to jump out of it. Look how high you jumped. Mm. That had to be 20 feet. I can survive forever. You can't kill me. I am God. Well, ninja. I wouldn't get that. I'm ninja God. Merlin, you just saw a ghost slinger jump out the window after Ashara tried to calm her down. I hope she's okay. What do you do? The window told me to. I'm going to use some 
telepathic powers and try to coerce her back in the house. Well, she's already... Well, so to do that, you would first have to go to the window that she jumped out of. Oh, well, she jumped out of the window and stand there. All right, you run to the window and stand there, and you see from your perch in the window the same man that Ghost Slinger just ran into... And you see him standing there, mouth agape, watching as she slowly crab walks sideways back towards the door to go back into the building. Uh, And then you see them have a brief exchange, and Ghost Slinger steps back inside. It doesn't look like she's any worse for wear, having jumped 20 feet out the window. (laughs) And you get a good look at the person that she was talking to. Well, it wasn't the same person we saw in the skeleton boneyard. No, it is definitely not nope. the same person that was from the barnyard. So our secret is still safe. That was what concerned me. <laughs> because we told a fib that we didn't go there. Well, you told one person you didn't go there. You told another person that you did. And then I said I jumped out a window because the window told me to. Ghost Slinger comes quietly up the stairs at the opposite end of the loft. And what do you do, Ghost Slinger? Merlin is standing at the window where you jumped out of. Push him! Oh, you run <laughs> all the way across the loft to push him out the window. <laughs> I wish. Murder! Do you say anything, Ghost Slinger, when you come back upstairs? Do you tell your friends what happened? Merlin, do you quiz her on what her brief exchange was with the man downstairs? Yes, I do. Okay, quiz her on what the brief exchange was. Who did you see down there? Brother Nix. Ghost Slinger, who was it? Brother Nix. Brother Nix. I don't like this man. Hmm. Stand by for me, please. So, Brother Nix. Mm-hmm. You don't like this already. It's not fun today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun today. Jumping at him. What, you mean You mean being in a creepy town in the middle of the Shadowfell where everyone seems to not want to talk about certain things is a little bit unnerving? No, this entire exchange has been unnerving. Like the, I, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't expect it to be blood sacrifices! You don't know that. You do know that. Exactly. You heavily suspect that, but you don't know that. We definitely think very strongly. And now I think even stronger because he wants us to go there. Uh-oh. Dad has forgotten that he muted his computer. Can you hear me now? Yep. Ghost Langer, did you notice anything about the man in the cape? He's got glowy eyes and uh, he's he works at La Church. And uh, we are not going to La Church if I have anything to say about it. He also told you... Or no, you also recognized that cloak. Also, he wears a cloak, like the one with the forest woman. Forest So you think he's a priest? He, he literally said. Is he a monk? Ghostlinger. <laughs> is, he a, is he a monk? He told you. He's dressed like a monk. Ghostlinger, he told you that he is a, uh, a brother of the church. He is a brother of the church. <laughs> okay. So it's normal for them to invite you to their church. It's not a big deal. <laughs> we have 
to go that way anyway. We have to pass. It's a creepy town. We are not going to the creepy church in the creepy town. Why don't we go to sleep and we'll discuss it in the morning? No, 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 no. We're discussing it now. (laughs) (sighs) Ghostslinger has decided you are discussing it now. So. So how about you get what you want to say out of the way? Are you discussing it now or are you going to ignore her request and go to bed? It's a very small church. You think you could get to hurt down there at this little church? You're not taking me down there. It's not. It's on the way out of town. See, look, there we You're are. You're not we taking me down there. Well, how often did he say the people give themselves? You didn't ask. No. We didn't ask that question? Nope, you did not ask. Oh, my God. Oh, Yep, definitely not going. Nope, nana. Right, well, tomorrow let's ask him how frequently they uh, give themselves to the church. Unless I said it was, did I volunteer that? I might have volunteered that. I think he said it would be, I think he said it was uh, satisfied, the requirement was satisfied for a while. Correct. Still be open to sacrifice more people. As long as this. You can't keep sacrificing. You're going to run out of people. So No, no. You can keep sacrificing if it's people that are perishable, like us, because we're not staying. But we wouldn't be good for the town. We're not staying. They can literally use us for whatever they want if we go over there. Either way, you guys can die and go over there, and I'll just be here, and I'll go and save the world Ghost Slinger style. Okay. You guys have fun. <laughs> now we can go to bed? Sure, whatever. Ghostslinger seems to have said her piece and has gone quiet. Ghostslinger, do you reset up your bed? No. Do you put it in the same place? Do you put a dummy in your bed so that it looks like you're sleeping there, but actually you're sleeping somewhere else? Yes, I'm sleeping <laughs> on the ceiling. That would be very difficult. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ghostslinger, uh, roll me a d20. Is it a one? <laughs> it's a five. It's not a one. <laughs> it's a five. Okay, Ghostslinger, you attempt to rig up your super secret magical hammock that appears and suspends you in the air. You try to hook it up to the rafters in the ceiling, like in the in between the thatch of the roof, only to have it start to sag down as you're sleeping in it, so that where you were once hidden. By morning, you aren't hidden anymore. You're just hanging in a hammock from the ceiling. <laughs> but there's now it looks like there's five of you because there's an extra body made out of your spare clothes in your bedroll. <laughs> I'm sure Rawl is very upset about that. He's wondering what's going on. I think at the moment he's still snoring in the corner. Oh, in I'm the corner. Him. In the bathroom. Um, actually, I didn't make up my mind what that was going to mean. Let's go with the generic. Uh, somebody roll me a d20. Okay. It's a five again! It's a five again. Everybody roll a constitution roll. Can I roll again? (laughs) I got a five. Yes, you can roll again, uh, Ghostslinger. I got a nine. I got a 17. Is that a 9 with all your stuff, or is that just a 9? Oh, constitution? Oh, oh, yeah, you guys might not have great constitution. I only have one constitution. 
I have one, so basically 18. Okay, so you rolled an 18, you rolled a 10. Merlin, what'd you roll? I got a two. Well, with my constitution, I got seven. You got seven? Okay. Merlin, you don't wake up, and uh, Asharis, Brawl, and Ghostslinger all wake up as you hear... I can't say that. Or maybe I can? I don't know. We will. It probably won't change our rating. You suddenly hear from the top of the stairs to the uh, to the loft, you hear Maurice go, Oh, bloody hell, what's that? How did that get in here? That, that, we can't have that. And all of a sudden, Raw wakes up and uh, Ghost Slinger and Asharis, you wake up looking around concerned about what's going on. Actually, somebody said they were on watch. We didn't finish watches. I don't know who would have been asleep. Anyway, whoever you are, you... We're awake, maybe. I should have given you a chance. No, I did. I let Ghost Slinger do her thing. Anyway, uh, as you look around, you don't see anything that's particularly out of the ordinary. Roll perception uh, for the two of you that are awake. Asharis and Ghost Slinger. Roll perception. Or maybe insight? Roll insight. Insight is better. 20. Is that a nat 20? Yes. Five. All right. Ghost, uh, Asharis, you're looking around confused as to what's going on having just woken up from uh, your sleep or meditation. And Ghost Slinger, you immediately follow Maurice's eyes, which are locked under Rawl. <laughs> and you immediately realize that Rawl is green and scaly and not a hobbit. Oh, no. Oh, okay, no. time to slam the door. There isn't a door. There isn't a door! We have to hide him. What do you do? Camouflage. I'm asleep, so I don't know. I, I just I just act like it's our pet. Okay, what does that mean? It's our pet. That's what that means. At the moment it looks like let me make a let me make a roll against what did you say your role was for your hidden sleeping bag? The hidden sleeping bag? Well, yeah, you, you put your sleeping hammock up in the ceiling. I think you said you rolled an eight to hide yourself. Yeah. So it looks like uh, there are still three of you on the floor, and then a kobold has managed to somehow get up here on the rafters. But it looks like the party is normal to the uh, to Maurice because suddenly there's an extra one, but one of them is a kobold. I made a mistake. I don't know what to do. Where did the kobold come from? He's been here the entire time. He was hidden as a as a hobbit yesterday, mm. but spells refresh when you sleep. Uh, can can I just act like Rawls our pet? Okay, what does that mean? He's. Do you jump down out of your sleeping bag and rush over to the uh, visibly disturbed Maurice and be like, "No, no, no! It's okay! It's okay! Don't worry! Don't worry! You're." You're dreaming. It, this this is fine. Yes, with my persuasion skills. Okay. You flip down out of your hammock and run over to Maurice, and what do you say to him? Uh, I say, you don't see anything. That's nothing. That's our pet, and it's basically nothing to worry about. It's under control. Everything is fine. Roll me persuasion. An 11 plus all the stuff. What do you get for the circle, doodads? Uh, plus your proficiency, which I think is plus three. Uh, yes, so 
It's a 15 now. You rolled a 15. Uh, Maurice says, what? What do you mean it's your pet? Why would you keep one of those around? They're terrible, selfish creatures that steal anything that they can get their grubby little claws on. And you see Rawl look at his, his claws and he kind of, his eyes kind of get wide and he looks around a little bit confused and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so what, what do you, what do you tell Maurice? He says, why? Why would you keep one of those? Because it's relatable and unique. Uh, are you going to try and get rid of him? Somebody wake me up. <laughs> no. Norlin, roll the constitution save. That's her job. Eleven. You're awake! Thank you. You wake up and you see Ghostslinger uh, hurriedly talking to Maurice in the corner, who seems convinced for some reason that Rawl is y'all's pet. Well, he's... He's good at pointing directions and helping us through the woods and finding food, so we keep him around. All right. Well, uh, get get him out of my inn. I I won't stand for for kobolds to be here. This this is no place for their kind. He should have stayed in the barn last night. I apologize. We, we don't have a barn. <laughs> That's why he's with us. There's no place for him to be outside. But he's our guide dog. He keeps keeps us in the right direction. Excellent s- sniffer on the end of that face. All right, let's pack up and leave. Good one. Maurice will... I guess he heads back downstairs. He says, I'll be back up here in a, after you leave to make sure that nothing's been stolen. So... Oh, my God. Keep that thing under control. It's relatable and unique. Let's pack up and leave. And not go to the church. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you guys really just... Do you guys want to die? Okay, bye. Go die. I believe that you said something about buying food. Yeah, do we we have to go buy some stuff before you take off? I think you were going to. You talked about it, but then you didn't for some reason. We, we, were, we need to buy it today before we leave because uh, there's nothing else down the road, they say. We have to trust them. Okay, the minute that Maurice heads downstairs, uh, Rawl again uh, quickly casts a spell on himself and he appears as a hobbit again. Mistake. And you hear him say, uh, oops, sorry. <clears throat> you have to warn us about those refreshing moments. How am I supposed to know? Doesn't bother me. It's bothered Maurice. Okay, well, I didn't know. I apologize for not knowing. I'm an old wizard. I forget things. I've forgotten more than you'll ever know. (laughs) All right, so you all pack up your stuff, and Ghostslinger puts her stuff back together so that it doesn't look like a person and fits neatly back in her backpack. Let's run over to Dee's and get some food and then take off. And not go to the church. You head downstairs, and there's four of you, and no kobold. And Maurice is like, wait, where did it go? It's in my pocket! It's in your pocket? (laughs) Yes. I told you not to worry about it. Uh, He is not convinced that there is a kobold in your pocket. I've never seen any kind of magic like that. I don't believe you. What did you do with it? Is it still up there? He looks concerned and nervous, and his eyes dart upstairs. Uh, to the overhang of the loft. You haven't left it to try and kill me, have you? 
Go and check. It disappeared. It said goodbye. And it said, I don't want to be here anymore because this man is rude. He ran away. Maurice runs upstairs to go and check. Do you guys head out while he's up there? Yes. You just disappear while he's gone? All right. Yes. Just as the door is closing, uh, his head pops down to check on you again. He doesn't see anything, so he just lets you go. Someone subtract one gold from your inventory. (laughs) (laughs) But you are hungry because you haven't had breakfast. Screw breakfast. (laughs) Ghostlinger really seems like she just wants to leave. Yes. There's no continental breakfast here. You guys gonna go to the church? We need to talk to and see where the little stone is pointing. Yes, we are. Okay, so you guys head into the general store and start looking around, and you find it's early, but I have lost... Oh, D. D is, as always, faithfully at her uh, sewing post, working on some shirts for the children in town. While you all are in the uh, in the general store again, uh, D pipes up and says, "Oh, hello! Uh, I I'm glad to see you're back. Did you forget something?" No, we're shopping for food. Oh, decided you need some more supplies before you head out today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Asharis, you hear a voice in your ear that is familiar. It says. Uh, get these. And there is a hobbit behind you holding uh, a ball of roots. Hmm. How much for these roots, D? She says, oh, those? I've ha- I haven't even had a chance to process those yet. Uh, they won't last very long, but I suppose you could make a soup out of them. I, I don't know. How about a silver? All right. I'll take them. And you hear that voice in your ear again. It says, uh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Rawl's costing me money. (laughs) D asks, is there anything else that you you would like before you head out? Well, I have my soup, people. So what do you need? Beef jerky. You got any jerky? We don't have any beef jerky, but I could get you some pork strips. Okay, that'll do. Yeah, she goes and gets you a bag of Funyuns and some pork strips. Funyuns. <laughs> Although I think Funyuns are onions. So what are what are the ones I'm thinking of that are made out of pork? Bunions. Pork, pork rinds. <laughs> Get you some pork rinds. Pork, pork rinds and some scallions. Pork rinds, scallions, and cornbread. Oh, cornbread. Cornbread I can do. I, I have a couple of loaves that I was I was just working on this morning, so they'll be done in about 15 minutes. And uh, I think I'll take some coffee grinds with me. Oh, coffee. Ah, well, coffee's a little more expensive. Uh, we don't grow that much of it around here. It's not... Uh, never mind. All right. Well, just fair, fair warning when things cost more. Yes, well, I can live without coffee. Just thought I'd ask, how about... Uh, the offerings at the church. What kind of offerings do they usually give? Uh, we typically have the farmers. They, they'll offer up some, some portion of their crops 
as as thanks for their bountiful year. Yes, as thanks for the bounty of the harvest. But uh, I expect, based on our conversation yesterday, that maybe there's more to that question. Well, Maurice wasn't very enlightening, and I thought maybe you could. We didn't really want to stop into the church. We have nothing to offer. D gets uh, a little bit quieter and is like, "Well, uh, if if you're looking to get out of town, uh, you probably should do it sooner rather than later." I heard that there was a little bit of commotion last night. <laughs> what kind of commotion? Well, I, I heard that one of you ran into Brother Nix. So so now they, they know you're here. Uh, Who knows we're here? Them. Who's them? Them. Didn't, How about you ask? Didn't you ask Maurice anything? Did he not tell you who the patron of this town is? No. Is the devil? The devil. Brother Nix no. is a priest of the Church of Asmodeus. And what does that mean? It was just just last week that that we lost poor Sophie. <laughs> yep, we're going by Sophie. I mean there the Nix is the one who who pushed for her to be the sacrifice. He he knew that it would it would please Asmodeus because she her her being gone would cause the most suffering for those who are still here in the town. Well, that's terrible. Cause the suffering? The only way that this town lives is because Asmodeus sees fit that it lives. <laughs> you don't have crops grow with no rain just because you put seeds in the ground. And how... How f- it was just last week that they did the, sac- the, the sacrifice? This place is like a lottery. If you lose, everyone else wins. Sophie lost. I like Sophie. But it's because, it's because she's gone that this town stays so nice. You kind of just have to overlook it uh, as you go through your day by day. She was a good girl. And how frequently did the people go? It's not usually, but every few years. But if Brother Nix has taken an interest in you, then you might want to skedaddle. Hmm. Great, we're next. I was fine with leaving anyways. Now let's go, guys. Bye! And where does Brother Nix live? He lives at the church? (laughs) Basically. They're at the, the worshiping grounds for Asmodeus to the south. Where's the rock? We're going west. <laughs> well, good. Take these supplies, head out the road to the west, and hope that they don't want you. Well, I made a mistake. We'll uh, we'll take that good advice and leave now. I told you guys this place was weird, and I told you we should have left last night. D slides the supplies across the counter says and that'll be uh five silver and here's your money and we thank you for all your hospitality and d will wink at you and say good luck on the road bye okay so where can we talk to raw i mean 
Let's talk to Rawl now. Technically, Rawl just talked to you a minute ago, stealthily, with the message, cantrip. If I think back... I mean, you could... Uh, he's just... He's a halfling to everyone's appearance right now. You could ask him things, and he could theoretically answer you. I mean... Theoretically ask so, him which way to get So we're following the rock, following the rock, following the rock. Where does the rock take us now? Oh, he hid the rock the minute you guys came into town. Yes. So there are there people walking about? You do. So you see people running about. There's lots of... Well, I say lots. There are... There's more children than adults. There are farming families that you see that are out working their crops. There's people feeding the animals again. Are we going to try to look at the rock in private? Is that the idea? Yeah, because I don't know where to go. Well, you know the bearing when you guys came into town. There was a road that started at the edge of this town and runs through this town and continues off to the east. And you know that to the south is where the uh, Church of Asmodeus is. Unfortunately, it goes it goes just by this church. Okay, so we're going to the east. We could go around the church. So you start heading out of town in the direction that you were going when you came into town. So you're going through the entirety of this little village. No, no, no. Let's go... Uh, 90 degrees to the way we came in, so they'll think that's the way we're going, and then as soon as we're out of sight, we'll go back to the direction we wanted to go. Okay, so you're going to go the road, the direction where there is no road. Correct. Okay. You head north out of the village on a little farming trail uh, where the plots split between crops. There's a little separator where there is not... Um, anything planted in order to keep, you know, the corn's over there and the green beans are over here type thing. Right. So you guys head out, heading north uh, to the edge of town where the crops suddenly stop and turn back into that ashy plains in front of you. And as you step out of town, uh, what do you do? Do you keep going north into the, into the dusty area? Or do you, like, immediately cut back towards the road? As long as we don't be seen by anybody, we'll go straight a bit further and then turn to, to the east more. Okay, so you continue north until you feel like you're far enough out of, out of sight that no one will see you cut back to the east. And as you get... Are we leaving footprints? Yes, you're in dust. All right, so we'll walk uh, another quarter mile and then we'll walk backwards a quarter mile and then we'll turn right and then we will uh, dust our paths to clear our footprints away okay you start going through that intricate process of making sure no one can see and track you and as you do you're in the dusty area of the Shadowfell and you can see overhead the roiling clouds uh, are gray and tumultuous and as you go through the process of covering your tracks, there is a thundercrack uh, just on the edge of that field, that tended area of farmland, right at the edge of the city where the sound of the chittering insects stop and the town of Brightstone starts. And when you look up from your work hiding your tracks, you see a pair of robed uh, men in dark robes with that incredibly blonde or silver hair 
and one of them is slightly portly and the other one is tall and skinny. Their robes completely obscure everything else they're wearing. And you see a, a rope draped about their, their waists with a symbol on the end of the ropes. Briar Chuck. And one of them you recognize as the figure that Ghostlinger ran into the night before. And he says, you needn't worry about all that now. Wait, he sees us already? He sees us already. He's standing ten feet from you as you're clearing up your tracks. Well, we didn't know he was coming? No one was keeping a lookout? No. It's amazing what happens when you have divine intervention on your side. Hmm. Well, I was going to attempt to hide, even if only partly obscured. You can't... Roll roll a d20. (sighs) A three. Asharis, you dive into the dirt, looking for a place to hide yourself. (laughs) And he says, no, really, I mean it. You don't need to do all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the other one's crying. Ghostlinger, what do you do as reaction to being discovered by these two priests of Asmodeus? So this is a different guy. It's not the the main guy, the Nyx guy. No, it is the Nyx guy. It's Nyx with one other. So he's going to cook us and eat us, and then... That's not how this works. Lay us our skin from our bones? That's not how this works. But they don't have any cows. They want to eat... Sacrifices must be made. Doesn't mean they don't eat you after they're done sacrificing you. As if reading your mind, Asharis... Brother Nick says, no, no, no. Nothing so barbaric as that. See, I told you. You're not part of the livestock. But we're glad that you're going on your way. If you would do us a favor and stay gone. Uh, The type like you tend to come in and mess with our Lord's plans. Okay, we're glad to leave. Let's just go. But what is the plan? Well, that's for him to know, obviously. Let's just go. This isn't Jim Jones' place, is it? This doesn't matter. We're trying to save the world. Tell, this isn't the- tell me more about Jim Jones, and I can be like, yes, that's that's one of Asmodeus' treasured disciples. I don't know who Jim Jones is. <laughs> Jim Jones, he gave uh, like uh, 2,000 people poison Kool-Aid. Oh, mm. well, yes. Uh, Jim Jones would be, could be one of Asmodeus's treasured disciples. Yes, I thought he might be. You see, there is, there is nothing here for miles and miles. It'll take you days before you make it to the next town, if you make it to the next town, wherever you may be headed. So we need this little spit of land for our livestock. It doesn't seem right. <clears throat> and that is a Exactly why we would prefer you not come back to Brightstone. Your type generally come in and start causing a ruckus. Actually, I'm quite surprised you didn't. I expected I would have seen you this morning and we would be fighting to the death even now. Fighting to the death? Yeah, let's let's just go. You still haven't put it together, have you? Well, that's fine. It saves us the trouble. Live and let live. Well, except those who don't. He's like a character from the Haunted Mansion. No, let's just go. Let's just, it doesn't matter. Let's go. As I said, though, you needn't worry about covering your tracks. We won't be following you. 
So who's next then? Pardon? Say that again. Who's next? Who will be your next sacrifice? Oh, I I don't know. That'll be at least a while in the future before we need another one. The bloodlust has been slaked for now. Well, we could levitate this guy and no. Turn him upside down for a while. <laughs> Every time you levitate something, you do something terrible. If he wants to throw some magic around, we could we could play the dice. So let's just do what we do best. Leave. Run, Run away. Yes. Run away. Okay. <laughs> Safe travels then, friends. And you see him wave at you as you head. Which way do you go? Do you go further north or you head back east? Well, we'll go the right way now since he knows where we're at. Okay, as you guys head off the right way, you see him on the horizon for a while as you walk out that way. As you, you know, head out toward back towards the road, you take a glance back, and they're there. You look back in front of you so as not to lose your footing, and when you glance back again just a moment later, they're gone. They're gone. It's all magic. I knew they would be gone. All right. Let's call it a night. I had quite a bit of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed my creepy little town. I hated it. I would tell you more about it, but I know better than to tell my players things about what's going on behind the scene. So instead, I'm going to go talk for the next hour with Dargan and tell him all about it. I didn't hate I mean, it. I really, I I really want to save the people, Jessica. No! To save the people will destroy the people. No, 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 no. No, 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 and no. I mean, he wanted to fight to the death. A million times, no. We're just going to let those other people die? This is this is a real yes. awakening for this. You have but, no heart. But the, I don't have one. That's the entire point. My entire... Ghostslinger is all about self-preservation. I have learned exactly. this. She plays as a self-preservation character. Mm, yes, that is true. Rawl is going to swing his little rock, and we're going to follow the rock, and then just let these people die. <laughs> yes, but look, think about it like this: it's one of those things of if we go in there, we upset the balance and whatnot. Who's going to bloodlust the creature that's obviously keeping the everything perfect, and then the people will die? So either what do, they do they with they the die? people that they get rid of? Well, they obviously <laughs> end up in the bone forest where the Sophie girl is. That's possible. The bones aren't big enough, but... Right, because that was the Sophie turned into the monster? Yeah. Kind of like was a... the Sophie. The one, the only, Sophie. Exactly. I wonder if they tie her to a post out there and let the monster eat her. Mm, no, she is the monster. Yeah, but how did they make her the monster? Do you not know what a cult is? Jim Jones. Yeah, but they just drank the Kool-Aid. They didn't let a monster eat them. The ones that didn't drink, they killed with AR-15s. Oh, jeez. Uh, too much info. How about that little town just south of you, Tiffany? Yeah. Waco. Sea There was a monster there. It was me. It's terrible because I've heard it both ways, you know? The Waco thing makes the guy look bad, makes the government look bad. Like, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And now we're having discussions about this. Like this, I think I'm leaving. Goodbye. Goodbye.